Today's episode is absolutely incredible and really builds off last week's where we are talking all things social media. I'm so excited to introduce you to my new friend, Kylie Strawn Badger. She is a local Arizona businesswoman and the owner of KLS Marketing Group, where she wants to become your new marketing BFF. We go through so many different ideas on how to implement and even improve your social media strategies. And hell, if you don't want to do it, that's what her business does. They'll take you under their wing and they will make you shine brighter than any of the competition out there. So sit back, enjoy this incredible conversation. I know by the end of this podcast today, you'll have some tangible ideas and tips to run implement in your business this weekend. Enjoy. Welcome to Ladies Kicking Ass, a podcast for bold entrepreneurial women who are seeking community and authentic connections. My name is Tanya Wilson. I'm a wife, mama, entrepreneur, and growth coach who is crazy passionate about supporting you, babe. Yep, the ambitious woman who is ready to call her own shots and create a life and business that she truly adores. The best part about this podcast is our conversations are real, raw, and unfiltered. We chat about it all. Our wins, losses, business, family, friendships, and how to get the hell out of our own way and believe in ourselves and our big ideas. I'm your new hype girl, and I can't wait to see what you create when you start believing that you can be who and whatever you want. So come on, let's get inspired and learn something new today. Welcome to the Ladies Kickin' Ass Podcast. today is Kylie Strawn Badger, and she is a local Arizona businesswoman who is passionate about getting small businesses online. And that it's like one of the number one things I get requests for is more information on social media. So I know that we do a lot of social media podcasts, but there's a little nugget in every single one of them that's a little different take that might resonate with somebody a little bit differently or different industries that you might be in since this podcast is geared around service industry. There are so many different kinds of services. So um, Kylie is the owner of KLS Marketing Group, and she is local to the area of where I'm at in Gilbert, Arizona, but she helps and does consulting nationwide for all kinds of service businesses. So she is definitely taking on new clients and she always wants to be helping people and building her team. Um, If you're looking to kind of get some ideas about what Kylie does, she has an aesthetically to die for beautiful Instagram that has so many cute pictures of not only you, but everything that you're talking about. I'm so jealous. I try to do photo shoots all the time and I'm like, this is shit. I got to start over. This is awful. Um, So look her up under Kylie Strawn Badger. And I can't wait to dive into this conversation. We're going to go a little on the light surface of things so that if you're kind of newer, beginning with uh, things that really are important to get you to show up online, then Kylie is the person that can help you with that. So go ahead first, Kylie, and tell us a little bit about yourself, not your business, but who is Kylie Strong Badger? 
Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on. It's so much fun to do these and be able to tell everyone how you can grow your social media because not a lot of people know what to do because there's always like, you know, do this, do that. Well, what's the real way? Um, so a little bit about me. I am local in Gilbert and I just married my best friend and my husband now, which is still weird to say, um, back in September. And we have a seventh month old golden noodle puppy that is our baby and we spoil him so, so much. And Aww. yeah, so I know he's so cute. And it's funny because we're doing this on zoom right now and I can see him and he is staring at me and he's just like, Mom, what are you doing right now? And I'm like trying to like, you know, hide behind this camera. Like, don't look at me right now. Um, but yeah. And then other than that, um, in my free time, if I'm not working, well, my work is my passion, but I'm either reading those romantic comedy books, like the Colleen Hoover one, you know, all those ones. Um, and going on walks are the best thing. I will go on walks in the morning, in the evening, all the time, definitely with having a dog now has made me have to exercise a little bit more. Um, but yeah, so that's just a little bit about me. I love it. I need to get a bigger dog that will make me do that. Cause I have two wiener dogs and they like make it halfway around the block and they're like, yeah, yeah. He has so, a little bit of energy, but be prepared. Everyone was like, they have energy. And I'm like, really? And then I'm like, oh, okay. He does. Yep. This is real. there it is. There it is. That is so awesome. Well, I'm so pleased to have you here. And my interaction with Kylie has been very minimal, but I'm hoping that will become more so. Um, I actually met Kylie at a networking event that we went to with our friend in common, Christy Belay from Gilbert City Lifestyle Magazine. Shout out to Christy. Thank you so much. Um, she's great at making connections and I just love what she's doing. So I'm so excited that you're going to be able to work with Gilbert City Lifestyle Magazine and help them to be able to promote some stuff. So that's another really cool way that you can go see some of Kylie's work is that she's working with Christy to do some of that. So that's awesome. Um, just getting into the nitty gritty of everything. Like, why do you think social media is so important for small businesses to have? And I ask this question because many times with the businesses that I consult with, they're like, I have a website, like, why do I need to have social media? So what do you tell them when they say that kind of stuff to you? Yeah. So really as, as a small business owner, we really go off if people know, like, and trust you. That's one of the ways that people are going to work with you. Well, on your website, it's going to give them like, here's ways to work with me they're not going to read your about that is like two paragraphs long. I mean, thank you for doing it, but they're not going to read that. And so social right. media provides them to know, like, and trust you with the relationship building. So with that also is really show your behind the scenes. Like nobody knows the work that you put in and they won't know right. until you show them. And so with social media, it's so important to show your personal life too. There's so many things that people can connect to. I'm not saying like show, you know, the dirty laundry and airing that out. I'm more saying like, if you're going to Starbucks and you have your drink order, share your drink order and say, oh my gosh, I love this drink order. You should try it too. Or if you are going on a walk, that's a perfect time to get out your phone and have a talk and be like, you know, talk about whatever you're working on or doing right now, or, you know, something. So just bringing your personal life into that. And I have so many people that's like, well, I want to keep it separate. Yes. We want to keep it separate too, because trust me, I'm not going to air my dirty laundry all on social media, 
But at the same time, I'm going to tell you maybe on the walk, a social media tip that I found. And I'm going to say, hey, I'm on my walk today. I was just thinking I'm going to share the social media tip with you. There's so many different ways that we could do it. But really having a social media presence, it's also like your portfolio. Nobody is saying, hey, can you email me like all of your work or what you do or, you know, anything like that. They're social media and they're looking at that of to your testimonials, your, you know, how you help people, what you do, all of that stuff. They're going to learn on social media. And once they're like, yep, I want to work with you, that's going to all of a sudden just be easy for them to work with you because they know you already because of social media. Yes. I love that so much. Um, I was actually having a conversation with somebody else and they were talking about these people in this home service company and they were, they had done like spotlights on their employees. And instead of it just being just a picture, she gave me lots of good ideas for my septic company, but instead of it just being a picture, it was actually a video of one of the technicians. And he's like, this is what I do. This is why I love to work here. And a fun fact about me is I love to make like this Italian dish, you know, and he like had the whole like Italian word for it, you know, and it was like really cool, like a cool little video, like something that you wouldn't expect. I think it was like an AC company or something like that. But when he went to one of the customer's houses, they had been looking them up on social media and she had run across the video where he was introducing himself. And it was like a meet the team Monday type of, you know, post idea. And they had said, you know, like, that's one of our favorite dishes to make too. Like the instant connection that you don't even think about when you personalize the business just is huge. So at the end of that service, I just kept thinking when she was telling the story, like when they ask for a review for that from that customer, what's the likelihood that they're actually going to get one of those simply from her seeing that video and connecting with him on a personal level. So I often hear two people say like, well, I don't want to put my kids out there, which I totally get. Don't have to do that. You know what? I don't want to put my personal something, but if you're a business owner, your personality is in that business and you need to show people why you're proud to be a part of that business. I think it's super important. So I love that. Love that. Love that. So when people say to you, um, like, let's say they are posting and they're posting and they're posting and they're like, I'm not getting anybody to respond. I'm not getting any followers. I'm not getting any traction. Why do you, what kind of questions do you ask them? And what do you see most often as the reason for that? Yeah. So one of the things that when people come to me and tell me that I'm like, well, first, what are you posting? Because if it's not images of you, like you're not fate, your face is not on the feed somewhere, or, you know, for example, your team members or something like you're not having a face recognition, then we got to fix that. Now, if it's just pretty pictures and testimonials and words and quotes and all that, we're missing the underline that relationship part again. But with that too, I definitely think like it comes down to, and that's where insight reports come in. Like your insights on your Instagram, you can go look, everybody has them. You can go look and see what top posts were reached further, not perform the best, but reached. And I would go back, even I would go back, we're in towards, well, we're in Maine basically. So I'd go back to January and I'd look, okay, from January, since I've been posting, 
what has worked what is what are people liking of course if you post a personal photo it might be that so just take out the personal things but look at your business yeah. stuff did they like the closing that you put out did they like you telling a story of you know this way did they like and definitely with reels videos go such a long way that I'm like okay well look at the reels you're putting out did the reel was it to trending audio or was it regular it was were you talking in it um so kind of just doing a deep dive insight report with that but one of the things too that I look at is is it really sounding personable like or is it sounding like a robot typed it and it's just like work with us we want to work with you click the link in our bio nobody's going to want to know that they want to feel something. And that's why so yeah. many times I'm like, you have to write a post. Like you were talking to someone face to face, just like we're having this conversation right now. I, when I go and write posts, I'm like, okay, is this something that I'm going to want to tell someone face to face? Like, does it sound like it's coming from me? And so that's one of the things too, is I go in and see like the captions, are the captions super long? Or are they just one whole paragraph? Are they small? Like we, I do such a deep dive on that because there's a reason people are not using you. And if you are putting yourself out there, having brand, I'm not saying you have to go take photo shoots and everything, but if you at least have some photos of you, branding shoots are amazing at this. And I, my husband, I will tell you, will not take photos of me. I never want him to take photos of me. It is like two clicks done. And it's the most horrible picture of me ever. And I'm like, go higher. And then it, he's like up high and my chin's like, hello. Like I'm like looking at yeah. the that point so I do all the photos you see on my Instagram those are from photo shoots I've done and that's where I'm like go to photo shoots get them done have three or four outfit changes so you're not you know have props all of that if you have a product you're selling bring the products you're holding the products so your face is in there you have the products and maybe you're sitting with a notebook if you have a location like bring a photographer into your location like if you're a spa then maybe have you know someone be a model and you do all of that but that's going to go longer way than posting you know the pretty graphics or the testimonials with a bunch of verbiage like those will go further than any of that so all comes down to everything. It's all imagery. So what images yeah. are you putting out and how are you making them feel? Yes, it's huge. And something I would note too, with that, with it being like, this podcast is for women that are in the service industry. That's our target audience. Like I have a customer avatar and her name is Betty. And when I'm talking, I'm talking to Betty. I know who she is. I know what she drives. I know what her pain points are. I know what she struggles with. We have avatars for our septic company and we know exactly who we're talking to when we're, when we're yeah. creating these things. So if you're having a rough time trying to figure out like who the hell am I talking to, or this feels weird, create that person, give them a name and talk to them. It makes a world of difference in like how you come at it versus like, I'm just staring at myself on a screen and this feels so freaking weird right now right. <laughs> because people in this industry really too, aren't like a lot of the times, like I try to get my pump truck drivers to, I'm like, just, you know, like make me a video. And they're like, we don't want to be in the video. I'm like, flip it around. I don't want to see you in the video on this thing either. But I, what I want to see is what you're doing out there. And yeah. I want your commentary because you know this better than anyone. If you want to put your face out there, then people are going to be able to be like, holy shit, Keith, you know what you're talking about because I saw you in a video explaining this. And when I talk to them about that, they're like, 
ah and once they try it a few times and they put that human touch to it you're 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 going to stand out because there's not a ton of people in a lot of the service industries that are doing any of this stuff and it's really not that hard just document what you're doing during the day that's why we see also it's called b-roll footage where you just put your phone on a tripod or something you hit record and you go do your thing like that's why a lot of them and definitely in the service industry i'm like just get b-roll footage you don't have to stand there and talk if you're at a client's house and you know you're doing all this stuff like just put your phone on a tripod hit record and then when you go and post that just speed it up a little so you know because it's probably gonna end up being you know hours long that yeah take the clips you want right there you have video and you didn't even have to do anything except for the job you were already doing like you just got the video and so that's why so many times when people are like oh I don't have time to do this oh I was running around like crazy I'm like take a video of your day like just take little clips throughout the day does not have to be anything crazy but do it from when you get in the truck in the morning and you are, you know, putting, maybe you have your coffee and then you go to the client's house and you're getting your tools out. Like just little clips like that throughout your day. So much useful than telling people, this is what I do. It's showing them instead. Yes. Oh, so good. So good. Um, so Another thing I would love to chat with you about is what is you run this social media marketing company. And so for people in the service industry, a lot of times uh, when I tell them like, you need to get on social media, you need to do this. Their number one thing is I don't have time to do that. And obviously I'm sure you hear that too. But another thing with that too, is like, what questions should these companies ask when they are committed to finding a social media company to handle their social media needs? Like what questions should they be asking? I know a lot of people are very jaded from like these big, like huge, even international companies that call and they like sound too good to be true because they are. And so now they're like, and they tell them that they're going to promise them, you know, number one spot on Google and all of these followers. And then they don't convert anything for them. And then they charge them, you know, $300 a month. And then somebody that actually does it is like, oh, by the way, this is like $1,200 a month. And people are like, what? You know, so you kind of get that. My big thing with service industries, the reason why they're calling us is one, they don't know what the hell they need or want, or two, they're jaded and don't like their last person. So either way, you need to be coming in and make sure that you know what to, what questions to ask to make sure that you're, you, even as a social media manager, is the best fit for what they're looking for. So questions that these people can ask these business owners when they're considering hiring social media managers? Yeah. So first thing first, when you meet with your social media managers, anyone don't just email on that, like have a phone call, meet with them in person because you need to feel the vibe from them and make sure that, Oh, okay. I can, you know, she understands what I want. Um, first question is obviously comes down to time. I, the reason why you would hire me is because you don't have enough time. You are just like, I don't know what to do. Ask them if I have videos or photos, can I just send that to you and you take it over and you just take it. Cause a lot of times people will come back and be like, I've seen this happen in other industries, but they're like, Hey, I have this video. Can you do it? And then 
you know, they're going back and be like, well, what's a topic you want to talk about? And then the clients get mad and they're like, no, I just want you to roll with it. Like, just put it together, send it to me to proof. And so can they take over that sort of stuff? Another thing is I would always definitely be in the service industry because things are always changing too. ask, Hey, can I proof the post before you post? All of my clients, they get the posts ahead of time where they're going to proof and see exactly what is being posted. I never want to post something and get a phone call saying that doesn't sound like me or I hate that photo of me or, you know, anything like that. So can you yeah. proof the post before they're posted? Number three is how well do you know the industry? I mean, if they're like, I've never worked in here, are they willing to learn? Because that's one thing is you can Google so many things, but if they're Googling stuff and they're in Washington, they might not know Arizona stuff. So it's like, okay, how well do you know the industry? Are you willing to research? That also comes in with like, you kind of have to work as a team. Like I tell all my clients, we are a team. If you see an article, because you're probably getting a bunch of articles and everything. And you see something like, Hey, this would be a good post. Send them my way. And we are going to deconstruct that article and make it fit your personality, personality, your brand, all of that. Because obviously we're not going to want to just take that article and just copy and paste it. Um, sure. The next one is how are they going to take you from point A to point B? All of my clients, I have monthly phone calls with them. And some of them, I even will meet them in person and fly out to see them. And so I tell them, okay, last month, this stuff worked. Well, this month we're doing this now. Like, it's kind of like, you don't have time to always think of the new thing. You don't have time to be like, hey, what kind of reels do you want? Like, how are they going to take you from point A to point B with that? And are they providing all of that stuff for you? Um, and then mm -hmm. the last question that I always think is good is when you are working with them, how can you contact them? Because sometimes there's like different communication methods, like you have Vox or you have email and that. Well, for my clients, yeah. because they're so busy, I'm just like, text me, email me, call me. Don't like... I, of course, am like, oh, if you have, you know, a channel, like a ClickUp, Slack, you know, all of that sort of stuff that your team uses, I'm a part of those definitely with some of my clients. I'm a part of those because it's just easier for them. But if you're running around, I have this facial girl and she's so funny, but she's so busy. She has two twin kids. She's working 50 hours a week. She's trying to stay on top of everything. And she's just like, don't email me. I, if you email me, you won't get a response in the week. She was like, text me. And that's her only form of communication is texting and mm -hmm. calling. Cause she was like, if I add something else to my plate, then I can't like, it just isn't going to work. And so communication, like, how are you going to communicate with them? Because some of my clients, I will just have them text me over the video because they're too busy to be like, okay, Google drive. Okay. Here, let me to no, just make it easy. So that is a huge one. That is so huge. And I hear from other social media managers or business owners too. That's like, I, I, I want to work with them. I want to promote their service. I want to that it to be their authentic team of people, but they don't contribute. They don't communicate. They don't do any of this stuff. So that is extremely important. And I am very much like your facial girl too. And I'm like, do not email me. I've been gone for a week and a half for trainings. And I was like, I have 700 emails. Like I'm going to get to them Saturday, you know, like that everybody at my office, like everybody I talk to, I'm like, that's a death trap for me. 
<laughs> and I'm okay with that. Like that's crazy. The questions I have up front with people is like, what's the best form of communication for you? Because for me, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, just email me it over. Like I, my inbox, I know if it's in my inbox, I need to work on that. But I have clients where they're like, you know, Hey, I have this thing. Well, I'm not going to make them go through their email to say, Hey, I have this one thing like, no. And so I'm like, text me too. Sure. Like, Email and text messages are the best thing. And the fact that if, I don't know if you have an Apple phone, but the fact that you can put your messages back to unread, that's a whole game changer because I will sometimes read it like on my watch or something. And then I'll be like, okay, I'll respond that later. Now I can go back and unread, like put it as read. And I'm like, thank you. So glad you. Oh, that's, I need that too. I always, I tell people all the time that I work with or like my, my family, anybody that's close to me, my friends, I'm like, if I don't respond within a couple of hours, just nudge me again, because I probably typed the whole damn thing out. and just didn't push <laughs> or I same did. thing. Like you see it on your watch and then you're like, Oh, I'll get to that when I stop. Yeah. And then you're on to the next thing. So that is so important. So with all of that information that you just graciously gave us, thank you is like, I think it's very important that business owners communicate to the social media person that they're working with what their intention is with using social media. Because with my service companies, it's very much brand awareness. It's also promotion of the services that we give and for you to get to know our team. Like that's my objective with things. Um, It's also to promote sales or things like that that we have going on. Now with like ladies kicking ass and the podcast and the membership community, I want to be, you know, motivating you. I want to connect with you as a person. I want to talk about the podcast, a lot more personal touch with a lot of things in there, but again, it's brand awareness and it's getting you into the membership so that you can get to know and be part of our community. So there's a selling aspect to some of that too. Um, how do you go about that? Or again, kind of a second question of like what they should be talking to you about as far as what their intention is with social media. Is there like magic questions that you ask them or things that they should really think about? Because I think it's just one of those things that they don't really think about. They just think it's marketing money going out. So I should be getting a return on this investment. But returns aren't always just in the form of money. Yeah. And I think that's why it's important to talk about this topic. No, so true. So I, from the get-go, tell everyone that I meet, I mean, I will preach aloud. I am not here to make people want to buy from you. I am here to help you go from point A to point B and have more exposure. I do not guarantee sales. I will never guarantee sales. And if I do, you better, you know, take me to the back and beat me at this point because that's not happening. (laughs) Um, and so with that too, it's like, yes, you're putting all this money out and everything, but you should really be looking, okay, how many people am I reaching? Like, okay. I kind of think of Instagram too. Like, so for example, for we got on this call, I have 8,000 followers and I'm like, oh shoot, I wish I had 10,000, but 8,000 followers fills up a pretty big stadium. Like think about it in that way. And it's like, okay, yeah. if you have 10,000 followers, you're filling up a huge auditorium. I mean, we're talking like you're now almost half to a baseball field auditorium. Like, yeah, that's where you got to think like, oh, I wish I had this. I wish I had that number. Like, no, 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 no. Are people seeing you? Are they engaging? Comes down to engaging. Are they liking, commenting, all of that sort of stuff with that. And it's so important to know that stuff because it 
comes down to, okay, wait, I'm getting exposure. I'm getting seen. People are stopping me at Target and saying, hey, I notice you. But with that too, I think it's so important too, to, like I mentioned before, just vibe with your social media person. I make sure on our phone call, I'm always like, what are your intentions? What do you want? Because if they tell me I want 10,000 followers, I want to be famous. I'm not your person. I'm not here Mm -hmm. to, I mean, I'm here to help you grow, but I'm not here to all of a sudden have that overnight success. Like might as well go pay for followers at this point. If you want that, like it's so important to have that organic growth and to have that aspect because it's so different than, you know, definitely being in a service industry, you have to promote it so different. You can't, I look at influencers, okay, at what they're doing. They're selling Amazon clothes. They're selling other people's clothes. They're selling makeup. They're selling all this sort of stuff and people are buying from them. They're making money off of this. So I take what they're doing. I'm like, how can we bring it to the service industry then? How can we take, you know, I don't know, Hannah over here that's selling a tart makeup and is going on brand deals. Okay. How can I take her marketing method that she's putting out and change it for an AC company and be like, okay, let's do this. Now, nobody's going to care about, you know, what AC unit you put in their house. But if you show like, Hey, come along for a job with me, or you show, you know, different technicians and all that, then they're going to be like, okay. And that's really what these influencers are doing is they're just showing who they are, but just make sure that they know. And if they don't know what your intention is, hop on a call with them. I'm always like, I tell my clients, if you ever have that gut feeling, we're like, Ooh, I don't know. I need to talk to Kylie. Like call me. I'm literally like, don't even like try to book an appointment at that point. Cause like, just call me up. And I had a client this morning. She literally was like, Hey, I know May's like right on the corner. Summertime's right on the corner. I think I want to rebrand. And I'm like, let's do it. Nobody's ever going to stop you from rebranding. And so it's one of those social media is always changing too. We have to change with it. There's always going to be a trending thing when we have to make sure it fits you because I'm not a dancer. If you ever see me dancing, (laughs) I'm probably drunk at that point. And I, somebody needs to take away my phone. Um, and I don't ever want anyone to see me dancing, but if that Mm -hmm. you, then that's what you do. But most of my clients are like, don't have me dance or anything with reels. Okay, well, can you point to the camera and do those little pointing ones? Can you talk in the camera? So that's where it comes into play is like, make sure they know who you are. I know my clients, I don't want to say in and out because I don't know like them, you know, I know to their business, like in some personal, obviously all their mm-hmm. personal and everything. I mean, I don't know the personal, personal side because I don't want to, that's not my job. But I know a lot of them don't like dancing. I know a lot of them are Hey, I want that luxury presence. And I know that they're like, I don't know what to do. Help me. And that's what I'm here for. (laughs) Yes. So good. So good. So, um, segue a little bit for another kind of marketing stuff, because I know you guys do some, do some stuff with, and work with people that can help with websites, can help with email marketing, can help with different things, because we all know there's more than just social media as far as marketing a small business. What, what impact does being present and consistent on social media have, if any, on the SEO 
portion of your importance, I guess I shouldn't say portion, the SEO importance of your business, whether that be your website, like, can you hook your social media up to your website to kind of like, Hey, I'm still alive and I have a heartbeat over here. Or like, what, what does, what is it? How does that all work? It's like a big old spider web of like, let's see what sticks, you know? Right. Um, well, it's funny that you say spider web because spider webs are all connected too, and it's all connected together. So with social media, your goal of social media is to get them off of social media. Actually, you want them to be a part of your email newsletter. You want them to be a part of, you know, your website, signing up for anything that you offer. You want them getting off social media. Social media is to bring them in and have them stay and kind of say, okay, this is what they're doing or think of you top of mind. But that next step, I always am saying call to action on your posts, like tell them what to do. Click the link in my profile, send me a message and I'll send you the link to book an appointment, you know, all those different things, because that's, what's going to get them off. Now with SEO that comes into play of you also want to be so back up. You want to have your social media on your website. If you don't have it on your website, just hit pause on this and go do it right now because there's, you're basically wasting that SEO purpose for Google. Cause when you type in, so for example, if you type in Kylie, Sean Badger, you're going to see Kayla's marketing group pop up. You're going to see my Instagram pop up. Well, Google's going to pull all of that things together, but if they don't know that your website is tied with that Instagram account, you're not, your website's not going to show up. They're going to be pulling the social media channels and that's where SEO comes into play. So SEO is really, so it's search engine optimization and you are wanting to really this is where coding and everything comes in, but you're really wanting to get what people are searching for. So for example, for plumbers, you don't want to put in fine plumbers in AZ. Like, no, we're going to want to really use strategic things like plumbers and Gilbert, um, plumbing and Gilbert, not even like we're going to want to do like home service. How do I find a plumber in Gilbert? You know, all those different things. And then you pop up. So with SEO, you're not only going to Google, you're going to Yahoo, Bing, all of that. And also you're telling whatever host your website is on um, to that, hey, I'm willing to take my business further SEO and have all those things. Keywords are so important when you are doing SEO because you not only want to do like, hey, plumber and AZ, you're going to want to do, here's ways to fix a broken toilet, like different things mm -hmm. that people are going to Google. So you pop up if they happen to do that. Yes. So good. So good. I think it's crazy to me, the a large portion of SEO too is how many places your website is tied to. Yeah. They're called backlinks. And the uh, social authority of those backlinks is so incredibly important. So let's say you're getting featured on Joe Schmo's website or you're getting featured on the New York Times website. Like that gives you way more street cred in the internet world, if you will, than being on Joe Schmo's website. So yeah. having large numbers of backlinks. And this is something to look for when you're hiring these marketing people. They're like, we're going to build a backlink social strategy for you. And you're like, and you're just like dumping my web page into all of these shitty sites that mean nothing to me. It is a waste of time and their effort to do all of this. And it can actually be detrimental to your website because you're showing up on all of these well-known spammer websites. So 
be that's my PSA for people because <laughs> I've seen that so many times. Like I actually had an SEO company at one point in my septic company and they were like, well, it's our proprietary uh, special sauce, you know, of, of SEO strategy and algorithms. And I'm like, if you're not changing shit on my website, you're not posting blogs, you're not doing stuff with my social media, you're just dumping me into backlinks. That's not proprietary at all. That's like, that's hurting me. That's not helping me. So if you're hiring someone that is doing anything with SEO, just make sure that you're getting a metrics of what they are doing. If it doesn't visually look like they're doing something on your website, odds are they're not. Because that stuff needs to show up and you need to be proud of those areas where you're backlinked to. If I do a magazine story or if I'm on someone's podcast, even if it's for ladies kicking ass, it still ties to my business. I talk about septic in everything that we do with our uh, with our company. So um, it's super important that you make sure that you maximize that as much as possible so that you're getting the best bang for your buck out of that. So another good thing for SEO and getting found online is the Google business profile page. So preach, Kylie, about the importance of this. Yes. So Google business. So we know Google is the number one search engine in the world. It tops Yahoo. It tops Bing. That's where people are going the most. So with Google, we, first of all, you need a presence. So you need to create a Google business page if you don't have one. And second, there's Google is wanting to kind of do kind of what Facebook's doing where you're updating it. Like you have a section where you're putting like posts in, but the posts, I mean, they can be like, that's where you could do click here to work for me or click here to find out more about my services. You know, that's where you could just do those simple posts and post there. But the thing is, is if you're getting testimonials, I am like, I've seen it happen so many times, stop sending them to your website or a third party, send them to Google. The more reviews that you get on Google, the more that Google sees that you're using that business page and they're going to push you out more in the higher you get. Google came out recently within the past two years called Google screened. And I think this is so important for everyone to get Google screened because you now show up at the very top part, but you get a checkbox next to it. And so it's basically, I mean, they go in depth. They need your, they need your social security number. They're asking you all these questions. Yep. Like, and, but it's so important because you're popping up first and you get a checkbox like that. And that's telling people, Hey, we're a verified business that we actually are doing something. And mm -hmm. so that's where to, I mean, all these companies, you don't know, and I hate saying COVID, but because of COVID, you don't even know if they're in business anymore. And yeah. that's the thing is with Google business, be updating your services, be updating the update page, make sure your Google screen. So that way then they know, oh, they're still in business. And that also ties in with social media too, because they, then you can link that post to your Google or to your Instagram. You can link that post to a blog. If you write a blog, let's say you're writing a blog about, I don't know, an FAQ that someone tells you, then you can link that to Google business too. And it kind of like, I don't know, it's like one of those like web things that goes like everywhere. Yeah. Um, but that's where the SEO part comes in too, because if people are searching like how to find a power washer near me. I don't know, I'm saying some random stuff, but if they're Googling <laughs> that and that happens to be a part of in your Google updates part, then they're going to be pulling that sort of stuff too. Um, the other thing with Google business is you're not limited just to in one area. So you can put your services to wherever 
the hell he wants. Like you can go to Tucson, Maricopa, you can go up to Flex. Yep. Like that's the good thing about Google Business is it can really expand your horizons to be able to go wherever you want to go and you serve. And so I've seen a lot of people, they have a Google, one Google business page. Do not, I've seen people create multiple, do not create multiple. That's going to confuse people. One Google business, yeah. the areas we serve, they have it all listed. So just make sure if you have a Google page, you updated it. Or if you don't have one, you get one before everyone else and their mothers decide to do it. Yes. And updating it is so incredibly important. Even when they send out like the little emails, it's like, what are your holiday hours? What is this? You know, like it's important that you even respond to those because it is still telling them like they're valid. They care about this. This is where we're at. You know, like our Google, my business is so incredibly important. We've used it to hire people off of that before to post job postings, uh, reviews, huge Nine out of 10 people will check a review before they hire any kind of home service company. So if you're not building them on Google, stop sending that shit to Facebook. It doesn't even matter anymore. It's just a recommendation. It's not even a stars. It's nothing like seriously. I feel like that with Yelp too, but that's a whole nother cat in a bag situation there. I'm like, just send them to Google because you yeah. are in an area here where like respond to them, like responding to those Google reviews, thanking people for them. Yeah. That's is so incredibly huge. Every time somebody leaves us a review, I'm going to throw a little something out there for people. Yeah. I will get on and I respond to them myself and I identify myself as the owner responded to this. And it really is me that's doing that. And then my team sends out a little swag bag with a bunch of our stuff on it. Like this is our slogan. Oh, wrong side. It says we do epic shit. And we have like little koozies and like funny because it's like an air freshener, like for your <laughs> car and like just like fun little things that we like put in a little bag with a handwritten note and just say tomorrow's coffee's on us. We give them like a local coffee card in there and just say, thank you so much for leaving the reviews. And even more so is something we're going to start implementing. If you're thinking about reviews and Google stuff is we're actually going to be following up with them with a personalized video that I made myself thanking them for being customers. And if they're willing to send a video testimonial about how our company did that, we will send them whatever, yeah. um, probably just something digitally that we can send to them. We'll send them a swag bag too, but just something digitally that we can send to them as an immediate thank you for that. Because those video testimonials, you can send them to Kylie. She can put them together into a reel, into stories. You can put them on your website. You can put them on YouTube. You can put them all over the place because I can't believe how many people now are like, um, can you just give me a video for this? Even like the septic business, we're working on curating videos that we can send that we're like, what to expect? Here's a time last video of us pumping a septic tank. Because when yeah. we get out there, our service, they seem to be like, uh, I didn't know you were going to do that. I didn't know you had to dig. I didn't know, you know, even explaining to them on the phone when they can visually see it, they can tie emotion to grass isn't going to look like it used to before they got here. You know, we try to do our best, but we're not landscapers. So those are just kind of some little tips that we're kind of throwing out there for our business that I think a lot of people could, could benefit from. And it doesn't matter if you're in home service business or any kind of service business, the more personalized you make it, the better and faster those reviews are going to come in. 
and people are going to be more heartstring tied to leave a new one when they know that there's a family and people that they can visually see behind just the phone call for calling to book the jobs. Yeah. No, it's so, and that's where the emotion comes in. That's where people want to feel that emotion and feel like they know who you are before they book. And so that's so important. And I'm even going to touch on that a little bit too, is you could even take that. And a lot of people are, I hear this all the time of, oh, I need to start a YouTube channel. I need to start a YouTube channel. Those videos can be on YouTube. Your reels could be on YouTube now. YouTube shorts is coming a huge thing. Like it's huge. My kids love that. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, utilize YouTube. Like you don't have to have your hands in all the pots. I know like we're talking about Google business and Instagram and all that, but I would just pick your main four, Facebook, Google business, YouTube, Instagram. I wouldn't even touch on LinkedIn, right? LinkedIn right now. Cause that's a whole nother ballpark. Those are the four I'd f- focus on literally until probably the fall time. And then, you know, re look at everything and see what you want to do. But that's what I do with my clients. And that's the first thing I ask is like, Hey, we're going to work on Instagram and Facebook, but what else do you want to work on? Like, is there anything else? Are those the main two? I mean, Instagram and Facebook are always going to be main two. I've seen, you know, I TikTok maybe when you want to add in, um, that's something too. But the thing about TikTok that kind of like, is like, oof, is it's a lot of videos. So if you're not a video person and you already don't like videos, don't do TikTok because you can't post static posts on there where you can fill yeah. it in with Instagram. So yeah, it's so important, but videos go such a long way. And to start, and I'm just going to mention this, a quick little tip is trust me, because I hated videos. I still don't like them. Start with your Instagram stories, start with holding the phone, talking, and start with Instagram stories because those go away after 24 hours and people are going to see those mm-hmm. and they're going to go away. Start with that, getting comfortable on Instagram stories. Once you start getting comfortable on Instagram stories, that's where you'll start getting more comfortable doing reels, talking on reels. You'll get more comfortable just pretty much doing any type of video, but really starting with Instagram stories. If you're in your car and you're between appointments and you're like, Hey, I just wanted to jump on and tell you guys that we have this deal going on. Just start there. I mean, we all got to start somewhere and it's so important. Just start small and then work your way. Cause if you try to do all these videos, you're going to get burnt out by probably June at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Make them short and sweet. You know, people's attention span is like a gnat. Now it's like, I watch my kids grow like my, I have a 13 year old daughter and she'll be like, mom, look at this video. And then I'll sit next to her and she starts like doing her rabbit hole scroll thing on TikTok. And I'm like, this is like sitting and watching a train drive by. Like my brain hurts watching this, but they scroll so damn fast now. I'm like, how you got to have some seriously good video content, like to make a big long one for someone to sit and watch. Which yeah. is funny because you watch the habits of like teenagers. And then my husband is also like this monster, like just gets lost in the, like the reels on Instagram. And he'll like sit and watch every single one of us. And I'm like, you're my audience. (laughs) I can't hook. I can't damn either. So I'm not good at hooking any of that stuff up for people in there. So I want to thank you so much for your time today. This has been incredibly valuable. Like, oh, it's just, it's so good. It's so good. Um, in kind of just wrapping up about SEO, if you, if or SEO, we're, we talked about that too, but I'm going to talk about social media now. If you had to give someone like 
the number one thing, one thing, like if they're like, oh, okay, I get it. I need to start my social media. I own a service company. I need to start. What's the first thing that you would tell them to do? Stay consistent. Like don't, don't overthink people. I have this one client. I literally met with her yesterday and she mentioned it to me and I almost like, Oh, I like how to think about, she was like, when I first started with reels, I overthought it all. It had to be perfect. I had to have the right lighting. I had to have the right angle. I didn't, you know, I had to make sure I was all dressed. We just recorded four reels yesterday in literally like a half hour and she got comfortable. And so stay consistent. It's going to be tough. It takes a lot of work. I mean, that's why I have a job is because it is a full-time job, but if you stay consistent through it all, even if it's like, you know, summertime and you're like, Oh, I want to take a break. And I want to be with my kids and you're posting two times a week. That is fine. You don't have to post every single day. You don't have to post multiple times a day, minimum three times a week. Start with that. Stay consistent. If you're hopping on your stories once a week right now, and that's all you can do, that's okay. At least you're getting out there and you're showing who you are, what you do, how you help people and solve their problems. That's what people want to see. And I see so many people, it's social media is like the gym. In January, everybody's like, I want to be on social media. I'm going to do so good. Well, here we are in April, about to enter May, literally. And half of those people that were like raw, raw in January haven't posted like since February, or they've maybe posted like one time every three weeks. And so it's like, don't start with the raw, raw. I'm going to do everything. Like just stay consistent and start small. Like if you're like, I want to create one reel every other week, then do it. But as long as you're putting something out there that aligns with your branding, your personality and how they can work with you and build that trust, there's no way that you're not going to have people knocking on your door. Oh, that's so good. So good. Consistency. It wins at everything, you know? Just keep showing up. Just keep showing up. I actually, I went to Brendan Burchard's growth day in Austin last week and they were talking about, he's like, first of all, like y'all got to stop comparing yourselves with other people and what they're doing because you might be in chapter two and they're in chapter 25, you know, like they may have somebody already managing their stuff for them and you're just trying to do it yourself. So stop comparing yourself. And if you've only got 10% to give that day and that's all you've got, give the 10% and that's 100%. You gave 100% today. Shit happens. I have five kids. Some days I'm like, I, d- I didn't post for anything. I didn't do anything. And it's not because I didn't have content because five kids will always give you content or a business, but it's just like, I got lost in the rat race, but I'm not going to beat myself up about that tomorrow. I'm going to get back on it. I'm going to be more consistent. So just give yourself some grace when you're starting this too, because there will be days that you miss and there will be days that something else more important was going on. And that doesn't mean that you now should, you know, eat the whole thing of cupcakes. You should just, you know, (laughs) try again tomorrow. Try again tomorrow. Yeah. That also goes with though, really quick with timing. We always, I feel, I catch myself saying we don't have enough time in the day, but then I think of wait, we all have the same 24 hours. We all are doing, you know, we all are doing our time so different, but we all have the same 24 hours. And so it comes down to, if you are starting to find yourself like, oh my gosh, I don't have enough time, batch create. 
I will get ready like once a well, okay, not once a week, but like I will get like actually like, put together and I will create three reels and change my shirt. And there's three reels for the next three weeks. Or I will pre record my stories if I feel like I'm in that raw, raw mood. Like I'm going to, you know, I'm hyped today because not every single day I'm hyped and I want to be on my stories. I will. The key is to change your outfit, but I will get on and I will record like three or four different stories about topics and post those throughout the next couple of weeks. Obviously, I'm not posting it all at once, but batch creating your content is so important because if you have an hour and this is where I've had to learn to time block too, because I'm like, oh, I have an hour. Well, that hour gets turned into, you know, client stuff and everything. And the next thing you know, I'm like, oh, well, mm-hmm. I don't have anything. Um, <laughs> put it on your calendar. Like, I, I don't know. I'm the type of person that if it's not on my calendar, it's not going to happen. So I make once a month, I look at my calendar. I'm like, okay, on this day I can get ready and I'm going to record the reels. I'm going to record the stories or I'm going to, you know, do this. And that way I can't say I don't have enough time because everybody has the same 24 hours. Batch creation is like the biggest blessing in the world. So if you got anything out of this podcast, do that, do that. I've been recording podcasts all day today. So it's like, okay, throw a jacket on. Okay. Go change your shirt. Okay. Do your hair the same that you always do it because then you just got to change your shirt. Then, you know, like just, that's such a good tip. Thank you for throwing that in there. I always forget about it, but it's something that I love so much. So thank you for throwing that in there. So one last question that I always ask everybody at the end of this podcast, because it is so fascinating to me and I have a little project in the works. And so I want everyone's opinion on this. But when I tell people that I have a community and a podcast called Ladies Kicking Ass, it's always a neck turner. Like, what'd you say? Like, they want to learn more because I think in our hearts, like if you're an achiever, which you obviously are, and these women that I interview on here are achievers, you're like, I want to be associated with that. That sounds, that's me. You know, even if you're afraid to say it at first in your heart, you know, like I'm kicking ass in some spots here. So um, what I want to know from you is what does the phrase, if you hear it, does ladies kicking ass mean to you? So when I, okay, so it's funny that you said that because when we were at that networking event, you introduced yourself and you're like, oh, I have ladies kicking ass. To me, kicking ass can be in different places. It could be you're kicking ass in your personal life. It could be you are kicking ass in your business life, but everybody is, I mean, if you are that type of person that you're kicking ass in your personal life, please come give me help because that work-life balance is not working out very well, but it's a juggle. It is, but it doesn't have to be like, oh, we're hustling so hard because everybody thinks that, oh, kicking ass means that you are like going from 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. working and you're doing all, no, it just, to me, is that you are not wanting to sit on the couch for 12 hours a day and you don't want to just watch TV. Like you are out there making those connections, building that community. As a business owner, it is lonely and it gets lonely. I mean, I work from home and so it's like, shoot, I need to go out and I need to meet people and I need to build those connections. But some days I'm like, I don't want to do that. And so with this, it's able to be like, okay, well, I'm going to be in a room with other people that understand when I'm like, oh my gosh, like I had to stay up till 10 o'clock last night and I slept until 10 p or 10 a.m. this morning and I woke up and I felt guilty. And it's like being in a room with someone else being like, 
yeah, I, I slept until 10 a.m. too. And I felt guilty too, but you know, kind of have to remember like, well, you work on your schedule. And so yeah, that's what it kind of reminds me of is like, they are people that have either, like you've mentioned, they're either in their chapter 25 or they're in their chapter two. And no matter what, we all come together and we are like, Hey, how can we help each other? What can we do? Um, if that's even in the personal life, if somebody's like, oh my gosh, my kid is like not eating right now. I don't know what to do. Like there's always someone that will have input. And so to me, it's like you have the hustlers and you have the people that are like, I'm in my point in my business that I've been in this for 25 years. I have the, I know, you know what I need to do, but they're like, but I can start work at noon if I want and work till five, or, you know, I can work from nine to eight o'clock at night if I want to. And so I think there's different parts of that kicking ass part too. I love it. That is a new perspective too for that phrase. So I love that so very much because it is very, very true. There's so many different ways that you can be kicking ass. And as long as you're out of yourself in whatever way that is, I congratulate you and I cheer you on a thousand percent. So Kylie, thank you so much. This has been a wealth of knowledge that I'm sure hopefully will turn into more conversations with you. Um, I'm really looking forward to uh, setting up. We will be doing some masterminds through the membership too. And I'd love to introduce you to the women that are in there so that you can help them with their businesses and give them knowledge and just be part of our community because you are truly a woman that is kicking ass too. So I appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me on. And this has been such a good conversation with you, like always. Thank you for listening. Today's message was pure inspirational fire. I loved it so much. Hey, if you got a lot out of today's show and you think a friend of yours may love it too, please do me a quick favor. Screenshot the episode, post it, tag us at Ladies Kicking Ass, or share the link to the episode. I'm here to help and support as many badasses as possible, and your generosity in sharing the show to your audience means the world to me. Don't forget to hit subscribe to be notified of all newly released episodes, and leaving the show a five-star review is the ultimate expression of love. If you're interested in becoming a guest on the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and we can chat further. There's also a link to connect in the show notes. Thank you for being part of our tribe. Now go kick some ass.